What are you eating now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mambo stick. <laughs> mambo number five. I didn't want that to come across as like me not wanting. I'm not. Like upset that you're eating because i don't give a fuck that you're eating i'm not i want you to eat i'm i just thought it was really funny that you came over and then like i as a a, a usual italian was like here eat 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 and then just fucking bringing snacks upstairs it was (laughs) actually (laughs) it actually was really comforting because like it reminded me of being a kid and coming over to somebody's like my friend's house and just eating and chilling you know well hi there little lawrence would you like some snacks (laughs) You want some tweets? Yes, Mrs. Williams. I want some tweets. Speaking of tweet and Twitter and tweeting, I oh I deleted my Twitter account. Oh, what's about damn time? Because not only do I despise Elon, but he's also going to start charging people. And I was like, in this economy? Yeah, and he said, a small fee. I said, <laughs> no, ma'am. Excuse me, no, ma'am. <laughs> you think I got Twitter money? Yeah, bitch. Come on. Oh my. Oh, oh, oh. I have got a joke to tell you. Please, Lauren Bobert. Yes. What about her? Can you believe that she and her new boyfriend were trying to juice each other's Beatles <laughs> while they were at the Beetlejuice concert performance? <laughs> And <laughs> that that married bitch, she got some titties. I was watching him like squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Was she? Were they really? Yeah, he. Was, I didn't watch it. I just heard about it. She was well. First, it was the vaping, and then come to find out, she was um, rubbing his Johnson, and he was massaging her breasts. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mrs. Christian Family Values. I mean, you're married still, just because you're going through a divorce. And I remember when my parents were going through a divorce and like Kim was starting to date because whatever. And people were like, but she's still married. And I was like, yeah, but like they're getting a divorce. Like, why does it matter? But it kind of does if you're going to perpetuate. Um, oh, like a stance on like certain values and there stuff. There we like, go. Yeah. yeah. Thank okay. You. I understand what you're saying. Thank you. Isn't she the one that has the son that's dating somebody who's really young or somebody's dating somebody who's really young? He, he got her underage pregnant mm. she was underage and got her pregnant yes i try to stay away from those people and because i just they trigger me mm-hmm. I know. and so like they just i i try to keep them far away from uh-huh from my feed and, and all social media channels and he owns a bar that is not a gay bar but hosts a drag night Jeez, come on just own it Fucking own it. Just, you're gonna be a bitch. Do it right. Just, yeah, just either do it right, shit or get off the pot, or just own it. Or anyway. shit your pants. <laughs> Fuck around and shit your pants. <laughs> you would never do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Jaren, and I shit my pants. <laughs> That was South Park vibes. <laughs> and that's Lawrence. <laughs> and I have shat my pants. When you were have, a child. <laughs> has shat, has shat, has shitting, will shat, has shat. Forever shitter. Sorry. <laughs> 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 he was like, I'm just, eh, <laughs> done. Our pronouns are he, him, and we are your hosts. Of typically. <laughs> just finish it. <laughs>
Your host of Typically Divergent Podcast. Welcome to the Thanks show. Thanks for joining us so on this Monday. So common of you. <laughs> someone someone messaged us on our Instagram page. Which one? Typically. <laughs> Typically white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jaren and I haven't seen each other for a eight week. Eight days. Wow. It's been, oh, it's been eight days. Yeah, because the last episode was recorded on a Wednesday. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you got some good ones tonight. I know. Well, it's that LaCroix. You're popping them off. Lemoncello. I love it. I like LaCroix. I do. I don't care what anybody says. You want a sip of this? Mm-hmm. I sure the fuck do. So, you know how, like, neurodivergent people will have, like, three beverages, one for hydration, one for excitement, and one to, like, wake them up? Mm-hmm. I came home, mm. cracked open a cold LaCroix poured some cold brew and then started chugging some water and i was like triple fist in here everybody yeah i do that it's terrible what the fuck was that i don't know what this is but i'm gonna drop it on your floor it's just it's just string okay it's not a brick gel (laughs) i'm sorry i'll pick it up no it's fine when that gets stuck in my vacuum cleaner i'll call you (laughs) oh Uh, we're switching rooms. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're officially doing it. Yeah, don't know when. Do you want but some help? It's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Nicholas is gonna be here, and it's just oh, he's just it, gonna want to control that. Yeah. Mm, mm, I just think that three heads is too much. Yeah. To- <laughs> I'll just be watching you guys bend down. <laughs> I'm like, oh well. <laughs> I love the way you move it. Move it. <laughs> That's always a good thing we're on not on camera. <laughs> oh, that was that Oh was... god. You know, for a person who doesn't have a vagina, I sure really do I sure that. fucking flip my imaginary being a lot. <sighs> How was your week? sound like a smoker um i I like it (laughs) i do too i miss smoking though (laughs) i know right like we're we're at day 50 we're at day like 62 52 and i'm still like "Mm, a cigarette sounds nice I don't have a craving for it, but I'm just like, mm, it's like one of those cravings that go out, go away after 15 minutes. Well, so they're not technically cravings do go after away after 15 minutes, but this is not, this does not feel like a craving. It's more of just like a jealousy, like mm, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice to you hate watch yourself. people when they're driving. You're like, you're like <laughs> people you give them the bird. People in movies will like throw a half cigarette and I'm like, no, don't do that. Do you know how important that is? One day you're going to think about all those half-smoked cigarettes that you toss and you're going to regret it. That's like $3.50, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I had a client who was like, oh, that's great. You're probably saving yourself like, what, 20 bucks a week? And you're like, bitch, no. (laughs) You're new. (laughs) I was like, have you ever smoked cigarettes? No, never had an interest in it. Mm, must be nice. That's why you yeah. think it's only $20 a, a week. Uh, I was like, got $20 bitch. a week? Like, do you think I, I wish. Do you think I would quit smoking if that's all it cost me? I said, try $20, $20 in two days. Yeah. It was, oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, and I was smoking American Spirits. Those are organic. Yeah. And then you just like, 
rolls his eyes like, okay, <laughs> organic. Anyway. It's like you would have rolled your eyes if I would have said marble. Slim gems. Slim gems. Virginia slims. I loved Virginia slims. They were just like... Like a straw. <laughs> it was smaller than a straw. Those fuckers are so like a damn... toothpick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're so <laughs> tiny. Like I know, I never, I never smoked. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but not like, not like as um, more like a social thing. Mm. I never really took it up. Wow, that's cool. Took it up. Pick it up. Pick took it up. up the what? <laughs> and dig it up holes. <laughs> Filling my digging up bone. That's a Randy Travis song. Is digging up bone, digging up bone, digging up bone. <laughs> oh, baby! You know what I was thinking about before you came over? <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Come clean. <laughs> I kept saying that over in my head, and I was just like, <laughs> "That was a good one." I know. I did oh, good. Hey, everybody! Well, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Did you like last week's episode? I hope we you did. did. <laughs> God, I loved it so much. I loved it so much that I listened to it while I was doing cardio at the gym, and I couldn't focus on my cardio because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like doing my steps on the, on the Stairmaster, and I was like... <laughs> Look at the vapors. The vapors? The vapors. Look at the vapors, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm not here to judge, but like, if you smoke out of a vape, just fucking smoke a real cigarette, like a normal <laughs> person. Stop. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Oh. <laughs> One of my clients and I were That's talking the about tea. <laughs> One of my clients and I were talking about that. I was like, I feel like big elect a big tech was like, what do we not have our our fingers in? Oh, let's let's attack cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just get real nicotine in your body, like a normal yeah. person. Yeah. So um, my week was is fine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I have an A in math. Yay! In sync has been making appearances all week. I am my teeny bopper self is flourishing <laughs> and very lively, and I, it's all I've been listening to in the car is in sync, and that's I so f- good. I feel so. I don't know. It's just filling a void right now. Oh, it's filling a void right now. Oh, how big is that void? It's not, not uh. big. <laughs> it's not a big. It's not a big one. It's just they are conjuring up feelings that um that I've missed when I was young. Yeah, and being in transitioning and being like becoming the person that I am and like seeing them again has like kind of like opened up like a I don't know. It's like a not a reunion, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. It's like my inner child is like getting like a second chance and like Mm -hmm. kind of being like, hello, how are you? You know, you know, like, hello, hello, how are you? (laughs) Instinct's on the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did see that uh, a post uh, recently that like 98 degrees was like sync's reunion is really like tarnishing our ability for a comeback and i'm like buddy what comeback exactly thank you <laughs> chicken of the sea like what do you <laughs> hey <laughs> iconic Simpson, moment she wild but, she did a good voice though she did i don't i don't like her now because of her um, political views 
No, she's... I'm a small town girl. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You think chicken is in the fucking sea, bitch. Right. <laughs> like, don't, don't talk to me about... I mean, I know it says tuna, but it says chicken of the sea. So, like, is it chicken or is it's it tuna? T- <laughs> write to us if you remember this. <laughs> oh, somebody did write to us. Fuck yeah. It was mozzarella's pizza. Sarah Clark oh, from high school. I was like, mozzarella's pizza reached out to us. Are they going to give us some free pies? Can you imagine? Can you- <laughs> hey, mozzarella's pizza, sponsor us, please. Can you imagine? We Our high school kept you in business. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Clark. And then I fucking ran into her. You at, did at Trader Joe's that day. Um, Interesting what? as fuck. The day, uh, the day that I took off my emergency personal day to spend it with Nicholas, and <laughs> I'm in Trader Joe's, and I just like turn, and she's like, <laughs> "Hey, do you recognize it's me?" Like you're like a celebrity, and I was like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> how you doing?" And then she started talking. And I was like, "Oh, I know who this is now." Oh yeah, I got. And she loves our show. Um, and she wanted, she wanted to send uh, our show to a friend of hers. Um, but um, yeah. this this friend of hers is like a grody daughter. <laughs> so she was like, "I couldn't, I couldn't do it," and I didn't hear what she said first. <laughs> I didn't hear what she said at first, and I was like, yeah, I'll try to make an episode that's, like, family-friendly. And she was like, no, she's 20-something years old, <laughs> but her father is a grody. I was like, oh, hey, you know mind. what? Listen at your own risk. <laughs> I was like, well, honestly, at this point, she's got to know. I know. Like, she could just, I mean, we have to have a Sorry. little bit of spice in our episode. <laughs> it's going to make somebody angry. <laughs> so no, but that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sarah. Sarah, for reaching out to us. She was she was one of my homies in high school. Yeah, dude. She, yeah, mozzarella's pizza. It was the comment. It was the post about the alien fetus, and she was like, "It was it mozzarella's, mozzarella's pizza." pizza. <laughs> and they're still in business. And I was like, they, "Oh, that's great good for them." <laughs> I know. Hey, mozzarella's pizza. Why are you still in business? How are you still in business? <laughs> Do people still eat your them. food? I'm going to, because you, what did you, you thought it was um, Mancino's. I thought it was Mancino's. And, I believe, yeah. and it sounded, I mean, obviously like mozzarella is Mancino's. They sound similar because of the M's. Yeah, no, they're still on DuPont. Are, are Mancino's still in business or did oh, they yeah. recently? Okay. Oh, I don't, well, I don't know. They were, they were in trouble at the, okay, they are still, they are still open. They were in trouble because of the, because of the COVID, yeah. the COVID, the pandemic. <laughs> They were in tr- the COVID got them in trouble. The COVID got them. Um, but yeah, I was like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> she goes, "Oh, they're still around." I was like, "Oh, that's great." Hell yeah, that's so great. Um, so I I am not going to read the whole article. I will copy and paste this into the description of this episode. But I do want to read this um article. I do want to read a section of this article to you that Nicholas found this week that I thought was really interesting. Okay, hit me. Many, so it, it's <laughs> It started out really quiet, and then I was like, <laughs> 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 Nicholas 
we were in the bedroom one night. He goes, I'm going to go brush my teeth. He goes, he starts walking out and then he stops at the doorway and he turns around and starts telling me something. And I was like, I need you to leave right now. I just shit myself. <laughs> so I let it out. And then he's in there for like five minutes or some. Comes in, he goes, Oh, it's like it's like the density in the air changes or something. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my tummy. Aww. I got protein and it's fermenting in my colon. <laughs> what do you want me to, I can't help it. So anybody out there, if you see um a person who looks like they work out a lot and they got big muscles, I promise you they fart a lot. And I'm not even hitting my protein goal, and I'm still, oh, God, it's so terrible. I'm going to start eating yogurt with every meal just to sure. keep the probiotics going. <laughs> okay, so this article is, is called, Many of Today's Unhealthy Foods Were Brought to You by Big Tobacco. Mm, for decades, Smack. <laughs> for decades, tobacco companies hooked people on cigarettes by making their products more addictive. Now, a new study suggests that tobacco companies may have used a similar strategy to hook people on processed foods. In 1980s, tobacco giants Philip Morris and R.J. Reynolds acquired the major food companies Kraft, General Foods, and Nabisco, allowing tobacco firms to dominate America's food supply and reap the billions in sales by popular brands such as Oreos, Kraft Mac and Cheese, and Lunchables. By the 2000s, the tobacco giants spun off their food companies and largely exited the food industry but not before leaving a lasting legacy on the food that we eat. The new research published in the journal Addiction focuses on the rise of hyperpalatable foods, which contain potent combinations of fat, sodium, sugar, and other additives that can drive people to crave and overeat them. The Addiction study found that in the decades when the tobacco giants owned the world's leading food companies, the foods that they sold were far more likely to be hyperpalatable than similar foods not owned by tobacco companies. In the past 30 years, the hyperpalatable foods have spread rapidly into the food supply, coinciding with the surge in obesity and diet-related diseases. In America, the steepest increase in prevalence of hyperpalatable food occurred between 1988 and 2001, the era when Philip Morris and R.J. Reynolds owned the world's leading food companies. Even though the tobacco companies no longer own these food brands, researchers say the findings matter because many of the ultra-processed foods that we eat today were engineered by an industry they, that wrote the playbook on products that are highly addictive, highly palatable, addictive, and appealing to children. So um, wow. that is, and the, there is more on the article. It's from the Washington Post. I just had to give them a fake email address so that I could access this um, because they're a subscriber-only um news source but um if you or someone you know has a fake email address that you want to use or if you have a subscription and you want to support them um the link will the link for that article will be in the description but i looked at nicholas and i went so that's why oreos taste so much better than the off-brand or yeah. all that other shit because yeah. yeah when they said you know the sodium and the salt and the fat and i'm like well i mean yeah that's what makes the food taste good mm -hmm. um Especially that craft macaroni. Ooh, oh baby. my god, I will fuck up some craft mac and cheese. I like the shapes. I don't like the noodles. The shapes are disgusting. What? I like they them. They taste so terrible. Really? Just... Yes. It's, it's a whole other. It's a whole other noodle. <laughs> <laughs> the noodle tastes so weird. <laughs> 
Because when I was a kid, that's <laughs> nasty. <laughs> I don't like that noodle. <laughs> A little Jaren going over to somebody's house. <laughs> we just have shapes. <laughs> I'm not eating that. Sorry, I only eat elbows. <laughs> I just want the elbows are nothing, bitch. <laughs> oh, damn, son of a bitch. Wow. Um, yeah, oh. <gasps> oh. Uh, but yeah, we... <laughs> Kim bought uh, the shapes for the first time, and we came home and we went to eat it. And I was like, Mm-mm, I don't like this. And then we never they bought shapes again. could be a little again. al dente. You have to be careful. Was it the al dente, or was it just the taste, or the texture? The taste. Let us know, right in the comments. Right in the comments. <laughs> al dente. No. Shapes or... Shapes or elbows. <laughs> shapes or you or like elbows. shells? Or you like shells? Sally sells them down by the seashore. <laughs> Who's Sally? Why the fuck she selling seashells? <laughs> Why is she selling seashells when Kraft is out here selling them in mac and cheese boxes? <laughs> and then, and then R.J. Reynolds and fucking Philip Morris is getting their cut. <laughs> fucking nudes. I wonder if it's the same Philip Morris. Like I love you, Philip Morris. In that movie? No. It's not the same Philip Morris. No. You never know. They're all kind of like hamsters. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of hamsters, I cut the grass for the last time today. There was a rat outside that was clearly dead, and he was like <laughs> dead in the corner. Do you and think a mouse got him? Probably. You mean a cat or a cat? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think a mouse got that rat? What is this mouse rat from Parks and Rec with Andy? Oh my God, my brain is like mashed potatoes. Oh, good. Let's... No wrinkles. All smooth. <laughs> A little cup. No wrinkles. All smooth. Raw. And if you're careful... No, don't say that, Jared. <laughs> I was going to say it if you're... <sighs> uh, anyway. <laughs> what else did you do this week? We put up Halloween decorations. Nicholas got his skeleton, you guys. Um... <laughs> Why are we doing that? <laughs> We're millennials. We don't do that. Uh... What do we do? <laughs> Nothing. We just sit there. <laughs> we just sit there and take it. <laughs> Okay, so on Tuesday, when we took the emergency day off, we went, one of our seven stops that we took that day um, was going over to the Fresh Market because Nicholas's mom works there and we get a discount on chicken. Okay. And we, uh, and it's, um, I was going to say it's homegrown. It's um, a farmer, farmer's market chicken. Got it. Got it. So, you know, very clean, pristine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a clean chick. <laughs> it's got some nice titties. So the lady, she was checking us out. She looks up. Oh, hi, Nicholas. It's so good to see you. I'm so sorry your mom's not in today. And he was like, yeah, it's okay. But, you know, we had to get him anyway. And this is my fiance, Jiren. And she goes, oh, my God, it's so nice to finally meet you. 
Uh-uh. I've heard so much about you from Nicholas's mom. I Aww. heard you guys have been working really hard lately. I just think that's just so wonderful. We left and I was like, yeah, it's working so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, I bet she's probably thinking in her head, like, I'm so happy the generation before me fucked up this economy so bad that you have to work your ass yeah. off like I do. Yep. And Nicholas was like, right, like, working hard? Why are you happy that we're working hard? <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm sure, hey, mom, let me know. Do you enjoy hearing that I'm a hardworking man? Dad, let me know. I'm sure you probably just love to hear that I'm a hardworking man. Uh. <laughs> but also, like, I don't... Well, our parents are Gen X or Gen Z, so... X. No, X. The Gen X, X so, yeah. like... Yeah, they're going to want us to work hard. I know. But like, are you happy that I have to work so damn hard? Because are you happy that you have to work so damn hard? So anyway, um, <laughs> it was nothing important, folks. Like, trust me, it's not like you're missing out on anything. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> How is your um, head this week? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. That's good. I'm good, too. Yeah. It's good to be good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> And if anybody got some limes out there, just mix it with your coconut and mix it all up. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Uh. That was a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I think of a margarita, I think of the Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I think of Louise and her. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. (laughs) It's five o'clock somewhere. Did he write that song? Um, He and Alan Jackson did, I think. Yeah, okay. Yay, alcoholism. Right? (laughs) <laughs> but drugs are bad don't you dare touch a pot leaf right but you can marijuana drink away cigarette. your soul <laughs> yeah starting at five o'clock while you're on your way home yep in the car yeah stupid stupid all right so all right what do we um <laughs> like, we both have something to talk about today no no you did i know i do i thought we had i thought you had one too oh Oh, Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is that what you were singing? I was hey. just riffing. Hallelujah. Riffing? Yeah. What's riffing? Riffing is just like where you sing falsetto and you just sing like words and notes. Just Oh, the thing Ooh. I've been doing my whole yeah, life. the whole life. You're, you're the, whole, um. the whole life. My, 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 my butthole yeah. life. I've been listening to a lot of JT singing. God, fuck Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crimea River Boy did that. <laughs> Eagle screech. Wait, that doesn't sound like a fucking crow. <laughs> um, oh, did you I? Bro- you banned Breaker Upper. <laughs> So basically, this week's episode is just a recap of last week. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. No, don't I apologize. like fixated on it. Like it was just so good. It was so good. Ben Shapiro. Thank there are no pronouns for that bitch. <laughs> ben Shapiro was watching the video of Taylor at the VMAs, and he was like, "That was the longest video of my entire life. <laughs> She's an AI." It's like, buddy, oh, damn, buddy, come on. A woman who's having a good time and you can't even enjoy yourself because your wife can't get wet. <laughs> Sorry about you. Sorry, mom. Oh, moving forward. When I say mom, I'm talking about Terry. <laughs> so, so. 
sorry, Terry, because I know that she listens regularly. <laughs> You're going to say I'm talking about Taylor. <laughs> say, well, that's mother. That's mother. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> that's mother. Just kidding. <laughs> Mommy. I love when mother turns into mommy. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, I'm going to start. <laughs> hey, I've been telling everybody this, and I won't even turn on. <laughs> I won't even put TikTok on. Um, put it on like it's fucking news or something. <laughs> well, some people it is. Shit. <laughs> I just peed. <laughs> I mean, it just—it it wasn't a lot. But it was just a little bit. It was like. <laughs> I mean, that thirty-four is creeping up on me. Like, it's like, baby, you need some depends in here. Do your kegels? I don't do them. I need to. They're puss-ups. I, <laughs> I know. Because you—you can get whole atrophy. Trans men can. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so either use a dildo or kegels. <laughs> and he told me about this in the car while he was dropping me off after one of our coffee dates. And I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm just imagining you being like, well, I gotta do it. <laughs> and it's not do enjoyable. Do it for the tea. Yeah. Do it for the tea. Do it for the tea. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Like, I promise I'm not on drugs. I, like I my did. Holes. <laughs> I, I did drink some cold brew. I'm drinking cold brew. And a LaCroix. <laughs> Double fisted. I have some water over here. <laughs> some plain flat. <laughs> like a peasant. <laughs> like a peasant. <laughs> Take that back right now. I know. I, well, I poured it for you. So <laughs> I'm the peasant. <laughs> <laughs> You're flat, sir. <laughs> hey, if we were on video, you guys would be laughing with us, okay? If yeah. you're not laughing now. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I bet people who... Oh, I'm sweating. I bet, my, I bet people who like know us personally are probably like, why they are probably you not can like see this? Us no, I, I was thinking more like, why aren't you like this with me? <laughs> because you're not funny. He's <laughs> like... I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> because you are, you know. <sighs> okay. Guess what we're talking about today. <laughs> I think you said it. The total opposite of this whole vibe. <laughs> the complete opposite of our vibe. We're gonna do true crime. True, true TikTok crime. <laughs> which is where Lars found this. He, we were making our plans for the next month and a half, two months. And <laughs> he goes, Where there's well, there's this thing, it's trending right now, it's true crime. <laughs> put it on the put it on the calendar. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. So we're doing what, it. What is it? Lake Lanier. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew it was Lake something. Have, so you've never heard of Lake Lanier? Uh, no. Okay, great. No. Well, I'm here to tell you about it. Okay, where is this located? So Lake Lanier is located in Gainesville, Georgia. Gainesville? Gainesville, Georgia. Okay. Georgia. It carries a very complex history. Is that where the devil went down to soul sell his <laughs> souls? And then fire way behind, looking to make a deal. <laughs> 
you, you play a pretty good fiddle, son. <laughs> let, me, let me sit right there. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> Round the bomb, run, boys, run. <laughs> the devil's in the house and the rising sun. <laughs> Pick it up, dog. No, no, no. Drug test me, mommy. I don't care. <laughs> I am fucking that bean. Let go. <laughs> He's fucking himself with a dildo. <laughs> I'm going to hell with that one. That was mommy. Oh my god! You like channeled Taylor Swift for a moment. You came up with that quick. That was real cute. Thank you. Well, I have been listening to her. <laughs> She's all I listen to. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to get her attention that I'm actually like playing her music when I'm not even listening to it, just so that I can be in the top point one percent. Hell yeah, listeners, and so that I can be like, hey. Oh, right. that's what I wanted to say earlier. Uh, no, forget it. <laughs> I'll 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 tell you guys about it when November gets here. Okay. Okay. Lake Lanier down in <laughs> Georgia. Lake Lanier. <laughs> True crime. So Lake Lanier has popped up again on social media. Okay. Specifically TikTok again because there have been more recent um, happenings there. And okay. I'll, I'll get into those a little bit later because I don't want to spoil it because okay. I want to kind of talk through what it is. Like, like why is it a true crime? Uh, hello? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the mic... <laughs> Same, boy. Oh, poor. Those are... Uh, you're probably... Th- <laughs> He's like, why are you looking at me? Don't He's talk like, to me. Because you keep licking shit. I know, Aww. baby. It's so hot in here, isn't it? I know, because daddy's on one. <laughs> Give me some Aww, attention, motherfucker. Lady, lady lump. Oh, baby. Okay. okay, Lake Lanier has been... Lake Lanier... <laughs> been popping up. Has a very... It's a very complex history. Okay. So, it, again, it's popped up. Um, more on social media because there's been some recent happenings that have kind of stemmed like the background of the lake okay. and kind of goes into why things have been happening and why it's such an important thing to talk about. So again, it's located in Gainesville, Georgia. It stretches across 59 miles or 38,000 square acres of land and holds 625 billion gallons of water. Literally, America will measure anything I know. except for metrics. They'd be like, this baby can hold so much fucking spaghetti. <laughs> it can hold... Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Lumpy tots. <laughs> okay. Lake Lanier. Lake Lanier. <laughs> it was built... Um, by man, and it was actually built by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And it was a project that spanned from 1950 to 1957. And they built it out of necessity to provide hydroelectric power, flood control, navigation, and water supply to the city of Atlanta and surrounding areas. And it still does to this day. Wow. Okay. That's great. When this project started, they knew that they were going to have to pay off some families because there was it was like a, it was a town. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was 700 families that were basically, they not misplaced, but just moved, asked to move. Oh, okay. So like, um, Hey, we're coming in to buy your land. Yes. Okay. And it was a total of 56,000 acres to the government. 
And then after that happened, um, they gave them actually money in return for this, but it was not anywhere near enough to live off of. Okay. So that's kind of just like a really quick like synopsis of like what Lake Lanier is. Mm -hmm. However, the history isn't about how it was made, but what it was made from. So the land underneath Lake Lanier was once a lush and bright, vibrant farmland town owned by a black community. Okay. The town was known as Oscarville. Oscarville was founded by freed slaves during the Reconstruction era and was home to hundreds of carpenters, blacksmiths, farmers, and bricklayers. This community thrived for years until 1912 when a white woman named May Crow was found beaten and essayed (gasps) in a nearby woods. She later died from her injuries. And most of the research that I found was that she was like less than a mile from her home. Mm -hmm. Nobody came forward about it. Mm -hmm. Again, she died later of her injuries. Mm -hmm. The family and the friends found out about it. They immediately went to the black community. Mm -hmm. That caused like an uproar and numerous angry mobs from Forth's, I think it's pronounced Forth's County, um, which is just a nearby like town. They took over the town and pushed the black community out, losing their land and their livelihood. Of course. And this actually took place a couple times. You said, so, that, you said she was a white woman? Yes. Okay, of course, they're going to assume that it was a black person. That yes. So, yeah, so basically, in a nutshell, like, they had to point the finger somewhere. Right. And this was in the middle of, like, this was the early 1900s, so, like, it's... Right. I mean, the black community's even more vulnerable, mm-hmm. because this was, like, this predates Jim Crow. Right, and this so, is before... And this is... When did slaves technically become free? Um, eighteen sixty-five. Oh, right. It took a hundred. Segregation was an entire hundred years. Yes. Okay. So this is like the middle of segregation. Yes. Okay. It's after the the city itself, Oscarville, was founded after the slaves were freed. Okay. So they've been there for a while. Okay. And then this happened. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. When all was said and done. The black community obviously had to be, they were just relocated to the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have like a a quote from a guy whose grandfather was there when this happened. Mm-hmm. His name is George Rucker. Um, it doesn't mention his grandfather's name, but he mentions that when the night Riders came through, which was the mob, mm-hmm. we had to leave everything. When the mob got to the bridge where they were, mm-hmm. they had two options. They either had to swim or drown. Oh. So there was a lot of lives lost during this. Right. So he said that he had to leave his property and he had a hundred acres of land. So what? Yeah. That's a lot of a lot of acres, especially for somebody who's just recently freed. Right. Who probably had nothing. I mean that hundred acres, that's practically a county. And that was typical back then. Like village. Most most people who own land, it was there was always a plethora of land. Right. It wasn't like this two acre bullshit that we see now right well because <laughs> they weren't trying to snack, stack homes on top of homes on yeah they were homes. trying to live off of it and, right. and that was that was your money because yeah. really money wasn't paper until only a couple hundred years ago right. so right. this is the original homes being an investment yes yeah yeah basically um he said most of the people didn't make it and my grandfather he was one of them that did but mm-hmm. he lost his brothers and sisters that's so sad yeah very sad so since we have the dark history of the of that land that's underneath Lake Lanier, mm-hmm. it's it's conjuring up a lot of like beliefs that there's some sort of haunting mm-hmm. or there is a lot of still like sundowning going on yeah. in that area. Yes. 
And if anybody doesn't know what sundowning is, uh, before Lars was on the show, Heather and I did an episode on sundown towns. And yeah. you can find that in the back catalog. Yes. Another thing that is really sad about the land that's under Lake Lanier is that a lot of there, there was a lot of unmarked graves mm-hmm. and it was from not only Oscarville, the mm-hmm. black community, but it was also some of the surrounding area. Okay. Um, so it's estimated that nearly 20 cem- cemeteries were impacted by the creation of Lake Lanier. Okay. Cemeteries were moved to the oh, higher whole cemeteries. Yes. Like Jesus plots of lands. Okay. Yeah. Like plots of lands, individual graves, cemeteries were moved to the higher, higher ground and areas around the lakes future boundaries okay however while the corps made every effort at time to locate unmarked burials the limited capabilities of the time made it probable that an, an unanticipated finds of human remains are possible whether from the antebellum and civil war periods or of native american origin from pre-colonial and ancient times mm-hmm. they said that the technologically like the technological side of things during that time which was about 70 years ago when they did this project yeah were really just less than ideal yeah so like there was no way it makes me think well if it was just like if it was a black community did they really even like care no the the white people yeah like no like the government like i i honestly feel like it was just like oh well it doesn't matter yeah it it would be like well some of you may die and that's something that i am willing to deal with yeah lord farquaad yeah yeah. <laughs> that's perfect that's a perfect way to say it. yeah the casualties are going to be had it's just part of the business yeah so as for lake lanier now many people believe um it's haunted but it has lots of like drownings and murders connected to it okay so not just because of the submerged cemeteries but because of the high number of um missing people they say that more than 700 people have died in the swimming and boating accidents on the lake since 1994 and since 1994 yeah so 700 was the higher Uh number that i found but yeah i was getting so many different totals of like actual casualties Officials said that there is an entire town that includes structures and even forest areas with trees that are 60 feet tall. This is what they think causes some of the um, the drownings. Okay. Because it's hard to navigate when you're swimming if you're having to dodge all these trees, like underwater. Wait, there are trees there still is, yeah. growing from the ground? <laughs> Doesn't that make you just want to throw up? Yeah, because those trees were not meant to continue to live no. under those conditions, but no. they are living. Like, no, yeah. I'm going to get my revenge. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that wild? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is kind of like, this is just a side like thing that I found. They said that when the divers go down there, um, they still see debris and pieces of the town, like just sitting there. And there's pictures of it. So, did they not like clean this up? So, everything that I found, all the research that I found, when they were doing, when they're actually preparing to make, like, to fill it up, uh-huh. to fill the, the 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 land up with water, yeah, is that they took everything that they could that they knew was gonna float up. They took like street lights down. They took houses down. They tried to shave the trees as best as they could. Uh-huh. Obviously, they got all the cars um, out, but there are still things down there that either were just too big for them to remove, uh-huh. or they just didn't care and they just filled the, the land up with water. Is this in a valley? 
It does look like a valley when I was okay. when I was looking at some of the pictures. There is some there is some high points and then there's some low points. It's like a canyon almost. Okay, because the the ability for that much stuff to be underwater yeah seems seems almost impossible. Yeah, um, unless it was in some sort of valley itself. I know that there is a um, a racetrack that's still underground Jesus or underwater. Um, okay. um, but there's people that have claimed to have um, seen bones of people down there, but that's all just subjective and conjecture of other people talking. Um, for anybody, if you Google Lake Lanier and you go to Wikipedia and it shows you a photo of the lake from above in the sky, it looks almost like, um, almost like it, it almost looks like electricity hit a piece of wood and then mm-hmm. like the electricity just kind of like traveled as far as it could because it doesn't, when I'm thinking lake, I think of like a body of water that's like an oblong shape, if anything, or like a circle. And this is, this is nothing like that. Yeah. It's real wild. Yeah. Christmas day in 1964 is known as the deadliest day at Lake Lanier when a driver lost control of their car while crossing a bridge. The car then flipped into the lake where five children and two adults drowned. Ooh, that was the year my dad was born. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Ooh. More recently, um, and this happened this year on August 3rd, the body of a 27-year-old man was found in George's Lake Lanier. Days earlier, he had disappeared and drowned while swimming. The week before, another man drowned in the lake, and a few days before that, on t- July 27th, another 24-year-old jumped into the lake where he was electrocuted and then died. Electrocuted? He was electrocuted. How the fuck do you get electrocuted in a lake? I'm looking it up right now. The ghosts. Oh my God. A burning sensation. He recognized an electric shock. He just jumped, jumped into the water, swam ashore. Oh, 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 hold on. Oh, O'Reilly's. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, we can get there from Fort Wayne an hour and 56 minute plane. (laughs) Right. Oh, do you want to go? No, thank you. It just says something about a power box. Authorities said that the neighbors swam ashore and turned off a power box before pulling Milner from the water. So there must have been some sort of electricity. That was accidentally done. That was, yeah. That's wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Well, okay. Honestly, with the shape of this lake, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Because there is no consistency with the coastline for them to be able to, like, prevent these things from happening. Oh, look at that. There's a picture of... The lake and electricity. Yeah, probably talking about that very same situation that you're discussing. Yeah, one of the people that was recently that recently drowned was um, found 46 feet under the water. No. Uh-huh. No. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, look, there's even a movie. Yeah, I did. I have that in my notes that there is a movie that I think is currently available to watch online called Lake Lanier. Yeah. And it was released this year. Yes, that's what it says. Yeah, um, and I think it's on Vin, Vimo, Vimeo. Is that what you call it? Vimeo. I'm an old man. I I, I don't remember. Um, I actually I don't. But know it's what, free. I don't know what Vimeo is, but I know it's one of those. It's like, free. And if it's free, it's a me. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> it's a me. It's a me free. <laughs> it's super free. <laughs> it's it's wild. Um, if death is a triggering thing i wouldn't recommend looking at these photos but there are some really 
uh, sad photos of underneath the water. So going back to May Crow, the white woman that was um, found assaulted in the woods that created the spiral of events that took place with Oscarville. Mm -hmm. Despite the absence of witness or evidence, there was a 24-year-old black man named Rob Edwards who was arrested. Um, Edwards was then taken from the county jail by a mob of white residents, brutally beaten with crowbars, shot repeatedly, and dragged to the town, town square where they where his mutilated body was lynched. But is there any evidence saying that he had no. any? No. So did they, does it say why they thought it was him? From what I have here, it says additionally Edwards' wife, Jane Daniel, their neighbor, Ed Collins, Jane's cousin, Oscar Daniel, Oscar Daniel's cousin, were arrested. Knox and Oscar Daniel, both teens, were convicted of all white juries before they being hung in front of 5,000 spectators. Of course. It doesn't say why. He was probably just the last person to be seen, seen. near her or spe- seen speaking with her in public. Um, well, I definitely don't have any interest in going to Lake Lanier. <laughs> um, this, this is awfully very sad. I mean, it's just more like white supremacist history and how innocent black people are accused of violent crimes. And I mean, is that mm-hmm. any different than like what we still deal with today? No, but I would say that like... After seeing the photos of the way that this lake looks, I mean, this would be a great place to dump some bodies. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've got so many nooks and crannies to access, to have water access to. And it's just, again, like, I would recommend at least, like, looking at a photo and seeing what this lake looks like overall, not necessarily, like, what's underneath of it, if you're not into that kind of stuff. But the circumference of that lake, I bet, is larger than the span of the lake itself just because of how it travels back and forth and it's right. i'm good yeah i'm good too i'm good i like i don't even i have a fear of um the unknown in deep waters and knowing that there are like trees and submerged homes that makes i mean like does it make me feel better knowing that at least we know that's in there a little bit? But I mean, I could, I can like, I can just think like if I were to like accidentally move my, if I move my foot and hit something, my first thought would be like, Oh, it's a dead body. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. When I was going through this and it just was showing me again, that our country not like only tries to erase people, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it also tries to, race their their land and their homes and yeah and just in their history and um i think perhaps there's something more to the lake in the spiritual realm yeah as well yeah um but when i was looking at tiktoks there was some conversation about how there was multiple black men being that were missing around this area uh-huh. um and so that was kind of like what sparked my interest in no wanting to know a little bit about some of the crimes or some of the the deaths that have happened in that area. I wonder why it's specifically black men that are going missing. I think it's because of the, the area Mm -hmm. it's Atlanta. Um, and like, which is a primarily black. Right. Yes. And I think that the history around that area Mm -hmm. plays into that. Yeah. With the, the racial tension. Yeah. That has always been present in Georgia. Yeah. Oh, Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. This is a this is the way that we are ending this episode is on a completely different note than how we it started was like this total episode. Vibe change. Yeah. So if anybody's like, hey, like 
God, you guys were so annoying in the beginning. Well, guess what? We calmed down. <laughs> the caffeine is no longer kicking. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share? With oh, I do. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, oh, yeah? When is it? Jenny called me at work yesterday. So Jenny called me yesterday, and I thought something was wrong because she usually doesn't text me at work and mm-hmm. tell me to call her unless something's going on. But she was like, everything's fine. Just give me a call. So I call her on my break, and she told me that the SSI Restoration Act is being oh, presented yes, again um, in Congress. SSI Savings Penalty Elimination Act is bipartisan. Um, it hasn't been updated since 1984. Currently, the current assets lim- asset limit is $2,000 or $3,000, depending, for couples. So if this were to be passed, it would increase it to ten. dollars to $20,000 as an asset limit for couples. It's important to know that asset limit isn't just money in the bank, it's anything of value. So it could be jewelry, your home, TV, anything that's of value, anything. And even, I believe she had said even like, if she were to receive a gift. Yes. um, And food. Yes. Which is crazy. The government literally says on the website for SSI and SSDI that trash like food in the trash is something that these like these people should look for yeah basically and that should be a part of your you like the way that you live yeah and people have to choose between maintaining their insurance yes and jenny's wheelchair costs six times more than this asset limit yes and so it's making it it's making it impossible for people on disability who need the disability to be able to maintain their disabilities and to that ma- right, maintain like, a life that right there like why should something that's going to in to create a person's life better why is it more money than what the government's giving you right that should, right there should just be a red flag right. for anybody it also will create marriage equality so currently there is no marriage equality so again if jenny and i were to get married mm-hmm. currently she would lose all of her um, health benefits mm-hmm. and i don't currently make enough money to support both of us so that's one of the reasons why we are not married mm-hmm. it sucks to have to like be together for so long and be like no this is just my my girlfriend or this mm-hmm. is just my boyfriend mm-hmm. and all these people around you are getting married and having children and it's just like damn so much of is marriage life. equality really a thing like the lgbtqia has more quality or marriage equality than a person who's disabled um, I'm just looking at some of the bullet points that she wanted me to go over real quick. In-kind maintenance and supports counts as income. So this includes, but not limited to rent, utility assistance, gifts of food, like we said, discarded food. But please get a hold of your state representatives, ask them to look through this SSI bill, have them vote for it. If you want us to post any type of like script, we can. Like we can always post a script that you can just call them up and be like, hey, this is what you say. Mm-hmm. This is all you got to say. You don't even have to talk to a person. She has access to all of that stuff. So we're going to have Jen actually post that um, on our Instagram page. It's not only important for the people who are currently disabled, but it's it really is just a right as just an, a human and an American citizen because this could happen to anybody at any time. Right. You can get hit by a bus tomorrow mm-hmm. and then... You're going to be just in the same position as these people. And it's just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. There is no way that anybody in this economy should have to live off of 
$2,000 a month, $3,000 a month, just because that they're disabled. Right. And then if you ask for help and you're pulling yourself up, quote unquote, by your bootstraps, Mm -hmm. then you get penalized for it. So it is very, it's very much a, a twisted system. And I think about all those conversations I've had when I was younger, where it was like, oh, they're just using the system or they're just, they're just lazy. They're just not wanting to work. And you know, they're just gonna, they just, it's all fraud. Like they're, they can still work, but yeah, there's people that can still work, but it doesn't mean there's still limitations to that person. Right. And if somebody is cheating the system, let me know because it's hard as fuck to get into it. Jenny had to get a lawyer right. to actually get these benefits. Right. So come did, at me. Who did your work pro bono, right? Right. Yeah. Who did my our work pro bono? Right. Yeah. Because again, Jen and Lars were not like what kind of family can afford a lawyer to do that stuff. They can't. Yeah. And don't be like me and cut baby bell cheeses and call them fetal bells because it's smaller than a baby bell. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's that's us. And this is us. And this, this is, is us. us. This is everything. <laughs> we are. We are. We are. Okay, Kesha. Rock on. <laughs> uh, thanks for hanging out with us this week, everybody. We love you so much. We love you so much. And you'll see us next Monday. And this is us <laughs> signing, signing out. out. Bye. Oh, I was, I, was oh. Wait, I was waiting for you to finish your... You were going to take oh. a sip. Let's do it. <laughs> Bye. (laughs) Now take your drink. (laughs) Drink your flat.